chapter 19, verse 7, Perik Yutes, Posig Zayin. Vayovoi Moshe, and Moshe came. This is probably Moshe came down of the mountain, because before we learned that he went up to the mountain. Vayikra, and he called Lizikne Ha'om, to the elders of the people. Again, the Zikne Ha'om were the people that went with him before when Hashem told him to take the Zikne Ha'om, always taking along the Ziknim, the, the Zikainim. Um, and again, also Rashi mentioned already the Shivim Zikainim a few times. So Moshe calls the Zikne Ha'om. But Yosem Lifneim, and he placed before them as Kol Hadvorim Ha'ela, all these words Hashem, that Hashem has instructed him. In the previous parsha, we learned, of course, that Hashem is telling them that they should be a mamlechas kohanim, bigay kodesh, and that ve'eses chamakam finishorim. That all took base, place on uh, on uh, the second day. Uh, they came to Shchodesh, was in the Mochres, Bashkama when he went up to Har Sinai. Pasik ches. So vayanu kolaom yachdov. So all the uh, people. Answered together uh, in unison. But Yehudi said, "Koil Hashem diber Hashem, everything that Hashem spoke, Nase we will do." So by Yosef Moshe is diber Yomel Hashem. So Moshe took the words of the people and brought it back to Hashem. So when did he bring it back to Hashem? So Tarashi by Yosef Moshe as diber Yom. So Tarashi be Yom Amacharos. This was already the next day. So he went up in the morning and he came down that day and that's when he called the Zikne Ha'om and then the next day, which is Shuyem Shlishi which is on the, uh, t- on the third day of being there Sareh Bashkom Ha'olah because he went up in the uh, morning Rashi brought down before from Parshas Bamidbar in where it says over there Vayashkim that, that he got up in the morning that Moshe went up Vayal uh, Sinai. Uh, so that that means that all the aliyahs were babayker. So therefore, this too was the next morning. Uh, so it had to be the next day. Uh, basically, what Rashi is saying, since he went up in the morning, so he couldn't be back in that same day. So he didn't go up because he only went up in the mornings. So that must have been the next day. That's when he responded to him. So Rashi, did then Moshe need to respond to Hashem? Hashem doesn't know what the people answered. The Torah is coming here to teach you uh, the right etiquette for Moshe. He didn't say, Since the one who sent me knows, then I don't have to respond. But he went and responded anyways. So, it almost seems like the uh, the purpose for uh, going up this time was for Moshe Rabbeinu just to respond to Hashem what he just told him, because this is the reason it says Vayosha Moshe that he's re- responding. Now, even by the first time, by the first day, uh, Pasuk doesn't say that Hashem says to Moshe, "Come up to me to Har Sinai." It just says Vayichan Shom Yisrael Negadahor. Then the Pasik just begins with Moshe Allah El Halikim. That Moshe went up. There's no introduction telling that Hashem told him to come up or that what's going to happen or what he needs to do. It just says Moshe went up. 
But at that point, when Moshe went up Elikim, Hashem tells him all these things, uh, and um, and also Hashem was very particular because Hashem told him that he should say exactly in this order, in this way, this language, in this way, and not more and not less, and just to tell them exactly the way he told it to him. So when Moshe says, he told him all the words that Hashem said. So kol Hashem means exactly the way Hashem told him. So he's bringing back the words of the Bnei Yisrael Tashem. Posiktas, Hashem el Moshe. So apparently this is taking place at that time when Moshe came back to tell Hashem the response of the Yidin. So he says that kol shedibar Hashem nasa. So Hashem says to Moshe, Behold, I am coming to you in the thickness of a cloud. So Hashem is saying that He's going to speak to Moshe, He's going to come to you, meaning come to you, meaning He's going to speak to Moshe, meaning He's going to communicate to Moshe in the thickness of a cloud, so that the people can hear when I speak with you. So, and therefore, so you also believe in you forever. Uh, and you and, and, and the prophet Rashi is going to say they'll believe forever why? because Hashem said they will see me they will experience me speaking to you so then it says Vayagid Moshe so Moshe uh, related as Divrei Ha'om El Hashem Moshe says the words of uh, of um, of the people to Hashem. Now, what does it mean, Yagid Moshe? It doesn't say in the Pasik that Moshe is saying to the Yidden what Hashem said to him. It just says, Vayagid Moshe Hashem. This is already talking about on a later date. The Pasik is sort of skipping. It's Okay, so apparently Moshe Rabbeinu went back to the Jews, to the Am, to the people. He told them what Hashem said that, Boy, Okay, he told them. He told them that, and then the Jews had some sort of a response, which it doesn't say what, but Rashi is going to explain what they responded to that. So, the reason lechayra why it comes in the pasuk because the vayagid Moshe divrei om is a direct response to uh, what the Hashem said. So that's the dialogue. So that's why the Pasik doesn't go back and tell you that Moshe said it, but it just gives you what the Jews respond. Let's see the Rashi. Hashem says to Moshe, I'm coming to you in the thickness of the cloud. So Rashi, in the thickness of the cloud, Vizahu Arofel. That is a an opaque darkness, Arofel. Uh, as we will see later on, that when Hashem revealed himself to Moshe Rabbeinu, it was in an Arofel, it says over there. So that's the way the Ebishter is going to come. So what does it mean? The Pasuk says, doesn't say, It says, V'gam b'cho. So Rashi, G'am b'nevi'im ha'boyim acharecho. Also, in the prophets that will follow you, uh, not only in Moshe, but also the V'nevi'im that will follow. So V'yagid Moshe, so Moshe says, when did Moshe say? That was B'yem ha'macharos. That was already the next day, because Moshe Rabbeinu only went up in the morning. So, when did Moshe say the Divri Ha'om El Hashem? When did he say the words of the people? That was the next day, Shehur Chaydish. That was already the fourth of the Chaydish. So, on the third day, they, in the, on, the, on the third, he responded, gave the Jewish response, 
what Hashem told him on the second. And on the fourth, he's giving the response of the Jews that Moshe told him on the third, after he came down from the mountain. What did the people say? I heard the response to this statement. I heard from them. That they want to hear directly from you. Which means, they're, they're saying, uh, there is no comparison between one who hears a message from the mouth of the messenger to the one who hears from the king directly. We want to see our king. So basically, the Yidden were saying, not we want that while I speak to you and they should listen. They want Hashem should speak to them. But the they're going to be listening. What does it mean? Yishma ha'om b'dabri imoch. So, what does it mean that they, they're going to listen when Hashem talks to Moshe Rabbeinu, right? And they're saying, Tshuval Dover Zeh, they want to hear from the Shlich, but the, the point is, it says, Ritzeneinu, Lirei says Malkeinu. So here Rashi is talking about Shmiya. We want to hear. All of a sudden, Rashi says, we want to see our king. I guess, when the talk is indirectly, uh, then there is lacking vision. There is not like a, a actual seeing, because it's still from a distance. Because it's in Arofel hearing Hashem speaking to Moshe, but when it comes directly, that is almost like a union of Ria. They said, We want to see our king. Still not so clear, but let's go by the Moshe. So Hashem says to Moshe, so this is what, this is what up to Yeruvi, when Moshe Rabbeinu is giving back the words of Hashem. It also seems like it's not Hashem prompting Moshe to go up, but uh, it's almost Moshe going up to give the response, and then Hashem tells him something while he's up there. So says, Hashem says to Moshe, Leich go to the people, v'kidashtom hayoyimu mochar, and prepare them, uh, sanctify them today and tomorrow, which is, the Revi'i and Chamishi. The Chipsusim Loisum. And they shall wash their garments. Wash the garments means what? It means the mikveh. They should take them into the mikveh to purify them. Because the, the Yidden tells the Yidden that all the Yidden should purify their garments. Now, we're asking who? I mean, Lechayre, this goes for everybody. Men, women, children, or the garments. I mean, it must have been a big rush to the mikveh. What was the mikveh that they used in... Uh, in the desert. Now they had the Beit uh, Shal Miriam they had, right? Well, that was water, drinking water. Did that qualify? Did that water qualify for uh, washing garments? I mean, I'm assuming that the washing of the garments here is meaning the Chipsus and Loisom. Well, we learn always in the Torah, we're going to learn later on, the Taharu is talking about putting the garments in the mikveh. So imagine that we have to put all the garments to the mikveh. Which garments do they want? They're probably talking about the garments that they're going to be wearing. We're not telling them to take their whole wardrobe and wash them. Besides, people didn't have such big wardrobes in those days, but they didn't have so many clothes. They had whatever they had. So he's telling them to wash them. So, uh, but washing means a mikveh. Now, I don't know if the... Because that was like a Mayan. Uh, Rashi said before, Moshech Kimayan, with the drawing, the... I'm not. I'm not sure about the. Um, again, I'm not sure the word Moshech Mayan, 
but I'm not sure what the status of the uh, of that is. Where where would they get otherwise water? Everybody went. Uh, everybody. Wasn't like Yom yeah. No, yeah, no. She tells them that they have to wash their garments. So Lachayda, they didn't have any other source, any other source of they water didn't there. Wash it they, no, it says that they didn't need to wash it. It says that the Anania Kovit would wash it for them, and 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 they would clean their clothing, and they didn't have to change. So presumably they only had one, they didn't even have a change of clothes with them. They just wore the same clothes. And it was just washed and cleaned on them. It was like a, a clothing... I always fit them. Yeah, so what was the... Okay, so the Chayra, presumably it was the... the from the uh, from the rock, from the Tzur, that, that Meshavim split, that the water was used for this too, and it must have been Kasher Mikvah water also considered. All right, but I'm sure the Mepharshim talk about this too, but... Uh, so, so it seems like Rashi says, Im kein, if so, in other words, this is a response. I mean, Hashem says they, they wouldn't need to do this process. But now they say they want to hear from Hashem directly. That they compel me to speak with them. That they compel me, they're forcing me sort of to speak with them. They don't want me to speak just with you, they want me to speak with them. So then, go to the people. So again, here Rashi says, to speak with them, not liris. So it has to, that when you talk directly, then you see. When Hashem talks to you, then you see Hashem, even if He's in the Arafah. So what are the Bikidashtem? You should prepare yourself. When? Today and tomorrow. So that's the Rivi and the Chamishi. Pasukidalaf. And you should, they should be prepared for the third day. For on the third day, Hashem will descend before all the people upon Mount Sinai. Now, right in the beginning of the parsha, it says Hashem that Hashem was ready on the hall. But that was done just for Moshe Rabbeinu, and, and by he was in the hall. But here it says. On the third day, which means on the, third, the fourth and the fifth, because on the sixth day, on that day, Hashem will descend before the eyes of all the people on Har Sinai. Everybody will be able to see Hashem. Uh, now, this is why it has to do with Mitzabenu and the Rizmakenu. See, the Posik itself changes, because the Posik doesn't say, but I But it's also Kolo'om. So there is this is the Ritzenenu Liris Malkenu that Rashi was talking about because it was Kolo'om Al Harsina, as we will learn. And what does the preparation consist of? No, he says Vehayu Pasyudala, Bahayu Nachinim Layim Hashlishi. And they should be prepared for the third day. That's the sixth day of the month, right? Because he's talking about the fourth. It's on the fourth, fifth, and sixth. Because on the third day, Hashem will descend and for all the people are Sinai. For the third day. That is the sixth day of the Chodesh. So the only day... Um, it doesn't that he didn't go up. Seems like it was the fifth day because the fourth day he went up. Ubachamishi because we learned there before. What did Moshe do on the fifth day? Ubachamishi born a Moshe some mizbeach tachas ahor. On the fifth day he built the mizbeach underneath the mountain. 
Ushtayim Eserim Atzeva, and uh, 12 monuments, he built 12 Matzevas, he built there. Kolo Inyan Omur Beparshis Ve'ela HaMishpotim. Later on in Posse HaMishpotim, in the Perik of Dalad, Posse Dalad, over there, the Torah gives a whole story what took place um, at the time by, by Har Sinai, that they built the Mizbech over there, and um, and they prepared um 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 and the whole thing this all took place on the fifth day, but it's not here. It does it doesn't write it here. But Rashi says there is no sequence of earlier later in the Torah. Meaning even though that is later, but that took place on the fifth day. Um uh, that took place on the fifth day of uh, when they were uh for the eyes of all the people, the Rashi Melamed is teaches us that there was nobody blind. Everybody was healed. And you shall set boundaries for the people around, uh, saying, "Be very careful, beware, to go up on the mountains, or even touching its edge." Anybody who touched the mountain will be put to death. Who will put to death? What does it mean, put to death? Uh, it's not like uh, the Beisden is going to, I mean, uh, by the Beisden or B'nei Shomayim. Moishumos um, means will be put to death. But it doesn't say, it doesn't say by the, uh, we don't read any story, nobody touched anyways over there. But he warned them not to, not to go up in the mountain. Balto and um, you shall set boundaries. Rashi He set up boundaries lesimon for as a sign not to come closer from these boundaries and on. Put up these barricades, like kind of barricades, not to go from there. Lamer. What does it mean? Saying who's saying? Lamer to say the the boundaries were saying they were declaring. Be careful for going up from this point and on. So, the boundaries are saying, Then it says, That is, that you should warn them. So, the, the, the boundaries saying them, and then the second part of, I think that's what Rashi means, then uh, that you should warn them for that. Touching his edge, it doesn't mean Negebi Katsay not touch the edge, but you're allowed to touch the whole thing. No, Negebi Katsay means Afilu, because even the edge you're not allowed to, certainly you're not allowed to go on the whole mountain. Then he says, No hand shall touch it. Kisokil Yisokil, for he shall be stoned. Oyore Yore, or he shall be cast down. Rashi says, Yore Bayom means to throw. Rashi brought this Posik. Oyore Yore. Um, in behema imish, whether it's a man or a beast, lo uh, shall not live. So this is um, this was actually done by Basin over there. So they set up a Basin, a court for anybody who would touch it, or they would give him skiva or yore yore. Ah, yeah, no, but I don't know who the, who done. So, but the name So this is uh, this is an explanation for Kol Anegei Bahor Moishumos. 
the misa would not be stamazid, the misa would be through skila. Sokol you stokol, you would stone. And then you would push him down. No, the, the, but it says, Oyore yore. Uh, or either stoned, in the Pasuk it's mashma, he's either uh, pushed off or, is, or, or, or he's stoned. Because it says, Oy. Then it says, Im behema im ish, whether it's a man, whether it's, whether it's an animal, it's a beast or a man, lo yichya, will not live. Again, I don't know why there's a duplicate lotion, lo yichya, when it says already suckle, you suckle, or yore yore, because it doesn't say you get killed, maybe you just get pushed off and you stay alive. He says, no, no, lo yichya. So if the guy got stoned and he got pushed off and he still survived, he's still dead, you kill him anyways, right? If a guy comes to bed and the bed throws him off and then he somehow miraculously leave, lives, it's not like this. It says, lo yichya, he doesn't live. Bim shaycha yoyvel, when the yoyvel, when the horn blows a long voice, then Then you can go up to the mountain. That means it's clear to go up the mountain. Let's rush. Yore yore means that what? Uh, cast down mikan. From here we learn out shehem nitchin liniskolin that those who are liable to death by stoning shehem nitchin lamatim beisaskila that first they're cast down from the stoning place to the beisaskila to the, where they're going to be stoned. So they're first pushed. First they're pu- first they're pushed down. Uh, and then the basis killer Shahoya uh uh Shahoya which was as high as two uh as two heights, two heights of a man. Uh, I mean double you pushed him up from a place which is like two heights of a man. Uh, you know. Two flights uh, like two, two flights up. No, not two flights up but but, but two heights up. Two two coimus, two 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 people. And that that's the height that you push him down. I guess today we learn from the double ocean yore yi yore. Right? Now, the word says yore yi yore, so it means throne. Is a height is called throne. Yore yi yore means two heights. That's why we learn shtei is two heights. Now, I don't know how we know both, because it doesn't seem like circle you circle. Why does it say Thursday here oi? But according to here, it's mashma that it's not oi. It's the same thing. We learn it out. It's not an oi or. But it's it, it it happens to the to the to the person. I think uh, I think what Rashi is saying here, Mikan Liniskolim Sheni Dochin Lamata those who are stoned, who are pushed. In other words, Rashi is not saying that we're learning from here that the ones who are liable for death by stoning uh, will first be uh, pushed off. I don't think that's what we're learning from here. We learn that this niskolim who are pushed off below the base of skila that it has to be two heights. That's what we learn out, but not that, that we learn out somewhere else maybe because from the pasuk is taken not a riot. The riot since it says next to circle to circle it says yore yore. So we're learning from this yore yore that the skila will be also that. I'm not sure. Yi yore zokrashi yushlach lamatalor. It should be thrown down to ground. Kimoi like we learned before in Haidishira. Yorovayom, he cast them into the yeah, Shadi. Rashi brought there's a whole long Rashi over there. There are make lotion of Shadi. Now, what happens when the ram's horn will sound a long, drawn out blast? That will be a sign that the Shekhinah has gone, the left. Uh, um, and this is. Um, 
Um, and this, this is the end of, 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 of Hashem's voice. The Kibbish and Histalik, and once they, and once Hashem was, went away, Heim Rashoim Lalis, then they're permitted to go up. What is the Yoivel Zakrashi? Yoivel Zakrashi, who's Shoifer Shal Ayel, that's the ram's horn, it's a shofar of a ram. Shekein Ba'ar Vayo, because in, in Arabia, Koyrim Lidachro Yuvla. They call a ram, they call Yuvla. Now Rashi says, who is the one? The shofar shall Eloi shall Yitzchak Hoyom. The shofar was from Isaac's ram. That was the, the ram that Abraham brought instead of Isaac, instead of Yitzchak. Remember he took Oichayel? So that had a horn, that, that, that ram. So that horn was used here. It doesn't say who blew it. Who blew? Who blew the horns? Was it Moshe Rabbeinu that blew the horn? Who blew, who blew the horn? Bimshecha uh, Yevul. It just says, Bimshecha Yevul, when the Yevul blows, no, well, if Hashem blows, then why would we need the Eilu Shil Yitzchak? Hashem doesn't need the Eilu Shil Yitzchak to blow. So it's mashma that I would think it's a regular shayfer, I just think that somebody actually blew the shayfer. Alright, let's go by it. Pasuk so, this is what uh, the Eberster is telling him um, on um, all on the fourth day. This is what the Eberster is telling him on the fourth day. That he should go ahead and tell the Bnei Yisrael to be ready. Um, fourth and fifth and the sixth Hashem will come down. So, Moshe descended from the mountain and he went to the Om. Went to the to the people. So, uh, that, that was on the fourth day. By so he prepared the people. He sanctified the people. They prepared themselves. By and they washed their garments as Hashem has told them. So that's what Moshe said. And they, oh, he, he was mechadishom, and they were mechabu, and mechadishom. It's interesting. By kadish it says Moshe Rabbeinu sanctified them. Um, and Rashi and the Pasuk before also doesn't say Vikidash Tom. So Rashi and Rashi said Viziman Tom. That you shall prepare them. You should be Mekadish them. Um, Moshe Rabbeinu was Mekadish them. The, they washed their own clothes. But Moshe Rabbeinu was the one Mekadish them. And that's why we hear it actually it says uh, that Mekadish is on. Moshe Rabbeinu sanctified. Moshe Rabbeinu prepared them. That's the preparation. But it says, From Mount, he went straight to the people. Moshe did not go away to his own business. As soon as he finished with Hashem, with the mountain, he goes straight to the people. Positive as well. So Moshe Rabbeinu says to the people, Be ready for three days. Okay? And Hashem told him before, in Hashem's Lashon, he says, And Rashi says, But here he touches me, Ferish. And Hashem says, Yom Atik Shuel Isha. So he tells them, Be prepared uh, for three days. Be prepared for three days. Not be Yamashlishi. So he's telling them to prepare for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Or Shlishi 
Amiravi, Chamishi, and Shishi to prepare for three days. He tells be ready for three days. Rashi, the Soif Shloishes Yom. You be prepared for three days for the end of three days. Who Yom Revi? That is the fourth day. In other words, Shaisim Moshe Yemechad Medaiti. Moshe Rabbeinu added one extra day. The Eivshter said he's going to come down on the sixth. Moshe says get ready for the next day. Kedira Rabbi Yosi. That's like the word of Rabbi Yosi. Well, the Divra Aime B'Shishah B'Chaydesh Nitna Asad and the one who says that it was on the sixth day of the month that the Torah was given, Lahoisiv Moshe Klum. Then Moshe didn't add anything, and Lishloishis Yomim Kemoi is just like the pasuk says, "Be prepared for the third day." So then Lishloishis Yomim doesn't mean for the end of three days, but it means be prepared for the third day, because on the third day Hashem is going to come down. So it either means that Moshe made added the day, then Lishloishis Yomim means at the end of three days, or Lishloishis Yomim means for the third day. All these three days. So that means Revi'i, Hamishi, and Shishi. Kidei Shiyiyu Anashim Tevlis Liyem Hashlishi. Vitiyanu Tohira is the Kabel Tohira. Shiyim Yisham Shotoyuch Shloishis Yomim. And it came to path on the, on the third day. Now, what does it mean by Yom Hashlishi over here on the third day? when it was the morning. Um, so, we have to see the seems like on the third day after the preparation. When morning came, and there was thunder, and there was lightning. And there was a heavy cloud on the mountain. The coil shofar chazak biyod, and there was a very powerful blast of the shofar. Now, whose shofar was that? The voice of the shofar. Was it actually from a shofar, or it was a sound of a shofar? A very powerful blast of a shofar. Chazak biyod, very powerful. This wasn't just a voice, it was a voice of a shofar. What does it mean when we say a voice of a shofar? Was there a shofar there and the voice of a shofar? The koilus of brakim we know. Koilus come from Hashem. The noises, the brakim, lightning come from Hashem. Thunder, lightning, the onan comes from Hashem, come the Lord. But then it says the koil shofar. There was a, shoy, a voice of a shofar. Where did the voice of the shofar come from? Chazak Meoit, very powerful. So the entire nation in the Machana, in the camp, uh, shuddered. They got scared. As soon as the sun set, and the morning was. The Eivishter preceded them. It is unusual, uh, it's unconventional for a human, for 
a person of flesh and blood to do so. So the teacher should wait for the students. Here the Abishter is waiting. The Abishter is waiting. The Abishter came to the mountain. Now he's waiting for the Yidin. Uh, says the arise, go out to the plain. Uh, so I arose and I went out to the plain, and behold, there the glory of Hashem was standing. Yeah, but um, before we also learned um, by the honor. I know earlier in Pasha's Bishalach over there when the complaint about the uh, about the man, the food so over there also it says uh, he was telling them Kirvul Lifnei Hashem, Moshe was saying them so Rashi says Lemokim Shahonon I wasn't sure if it meant Yorad that it already descended so that it was there before and then they came tells them to come or Lemokim Shahonon Yered that will go down and they came first because in the post it says, uh, was later. But anyways, in this case, Rashi doesn't bring it down either. In this case, uh, the Onan came first. So Moshe brought the people out, towards Hashem, from the camp, and they stood at the bottom of the mountain. This expression tells us that the Shechina came out towards them. Like a chosun, uh, a bridegroom goes out towards the bride. This is what it says in the Vorlam Gimel Beis. Hashem is Sinai Bo. Hashem from Sinai came. The Lord is Sinai Bo. What does it mean he came from Sinai? He said he came to Sinai. But he came from Sinai, meaning he came to greet the Jewish people. So how do we see this in the word from Moshe? Moshe Moshe saw Om. Moshe took out the the Om. Likras likim. Because likras likim means towards God, meaning that God was also coming towards them. It says Moshe was going likras likim. But the likras is who? That Moshe is likras likim, but not the likim is likras. I guess uh, the Lekras is an expression of Lekim. Moshe took the people, Lekras Lekim that came, that Lekim came, Lekrosom, and Moshe took them out to them. That's the Pshat. So it's not Moshe, it's Arosu would have said, uh, I don't know. Go by it. According to the simple meaning, Baragla Ahor means at the foot of the mountain. Umedroshe in the Medoshis, Shenechlash, Shenitlash Ahar Mimkoime. That it says underneath, the one underneath, inside the mountain. But it means that the, that the mountain was ripped up and it's placed with Nichpalem Kigigis and it covered them up like a uh, like a cover, like a big barrel over the Eden. That was the mountain of Eden. So the Yidin were actually underneath the mountain. They weren't. They weren't uh, on the side. Pasuket Ches. Bahar Sinai Oshan Kuloi and the entire Mount Sinai smoked. Hashem descended upon it in fire. Bayal Ashonoi and its smoke 
went up Ashenakishan like the smoke of a kiln. Like a big fire. And the entire nation was uh, very um, uh, very scared. This word Oshan is not a noun. Because the Shin has his vowelized with a Pasach. And the Loshan Paul. But rather it's in the past tense uh, in, of, of a singular verb in the form Paul. Uh, like Omar said, Shomar watched, Shomar heard. And therefore, its targum is nan chulei. Bleitirgum tenono. It's all all smoked up and not smoked. Cholashim mikra magdim kamatzim neshem sheid dover. And all instances of ocean in the Torah have a kamatz ocean. Ocean. Hakiv shol neklas shel seed made out of lime. So you might think it was just like this uh, oven and not more. It was burning fire until the heart of the heavens. We already know the lave means Iker, Rashi said before. In the, so why is it say Kivshon if it was more? The Shabbat is Oizen that means to. Um, uh, to explain to the ear what you can hear Rashi already says a lot of times the Torah speaks in a way so that the person can understand so in order to the, 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 the um, um, make sense he gives to the people a sign which is, clo- which is recognizable to them like a lion roars so the Eishes roar like a lion. Who gives the power to the lion? Allahu but here, but also Meshlech Ke'ari Teresh says he's like a lion. Eishes makes the lion. He can make he's like the lion. Allahu Mechanin Umedamin Eishes Libri Yosef. But we are the ones that uh, that compare him to his creatures in order to explain. So, in order to um, uh, the ear was able to hear, and his voice like the voice of great water. Who gives a voice to, to the water, the sound for water? And you compare him to be similar to his creations. In order to be able to hear, to be able to hear, the sound of the shofar. Again, we had that same sound of the shofar. He grew increasingly stronger. Moshe would speak. And Hashem would answer him with a voice. What does it mean? He kept on going, getting stronger. Um, we started off when he came to Mayim Ashlishi. It says. Um, um, 
the custom of an ordinary person is called as long as you blow his voice becomes weaker and softer here it goes and it becomes stronger and I wired the beginning was this so in other words a weak sound in order to let their ears hear what they were able to hear and not shock them suddenly so you give them it's boyfriend have his scabble. Moshe Yidaber, the classic Shem Moshe Medaber. When Moshe Rabbeinu would speak, Hamashmiya Dibras Israel and make the dialogue and make the um, the the Dibras telling them to the Yidden. Shalom Gvura, but they did not hear from the mouth of Hashem Elo, but only Anechi VeYilcha. We'll see later on Pasuk. Only a neichiv leyilcha. I am your God, and you should have no other gods instead of me. That's what they heard from Hashem. So the rest they heard from Moshe. Because Baruch Hu Messiah, so Moshe Yidaber. Because Baruch Hu Messiah, Hashem helps him. Losses bekoyach liyikol mag b'mishdishman. That his voice should be heard, strong and heard. Now, what is what does it mean? Moshe Rabbeinu standing on the mountain and yelling out what the Eved is saying. So the Eved was saying, and Hashem was giving him the strength in his voice. What does it mean? Yannenu bekoil would answer him with the voice. Yannenu advara koil. This means he would answer him concerning the voice, and not with the voice. The base in bekoil is used. In the phrase that will answer him with fire. Baish means concerning the fire. In other words, signifying to bring the fire down from the heaven. What is the of a coil? It will answer him uh, so that his voice, with regards to the coil, so that his coil should be able to be heard to everybody around him.